live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on. Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, on this beautiful and wet Monday morning here in the Bay. Maybe I shouldn't say beautiful. It's ugly out there, folks. It's ugly. It is wet. It is windy. Please be safe if you're driving in, if you're just getting off work, just getting on to work, getting ready for school, doing all the early drop-offs, what have you. If you're traveling, please be safe. It is very scary, wet, windy. was hydroplaning multiple times out there, so please... Be safe, be a defensive driver, be smart. Don't need to rush things this morning, I'll tell you that. Just sit back, relax. If you need to stay home, stay home. Download that Odyssey app, favorite 95.7 The Game. And thanks for joining us right here on 95.7 The Game. We are live on YouTube. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. Welcome in. And what a better way to start than talking about the San Francisco 49ers and their 10-game winning season. Yes, 10 games! The 49ers have won in a row, heading into a wild card matchup. Now we know who the opponent is. It's going to be on next Saturday, by the way, at 1.30 against the Seattle Seahawks. You know him. You know him well. Pete Carroll, that gum chewing, will be chewing this Saturday. What do you think he uses? Trident? Juicy? What do you think? He's a juicy fruit guy, right, Pete Carroll? He's a big juicy fruit guy. I don't, I don't see him doing those small... Little trident pieces, eclipse. No, 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 no. He's got the big pads, the big wads of juicy fruit, and he's going to be chomping this Saturday at Levi's Stadium. Cannot wait for that. Obviously, we'll have all that coverage for you here on 95.7 The Game, all leading up to that matchup. Cannot wait. Just what an exciting day in the NFL all around and then culminating last night with the Packers and the Lions. Hey, for the most part, we thought, oh, Seahawks win. Now the Lions have nothing to play for. Not so fast. Dan Gamble was talking about it during that game. He's like, nothing to play for. We don't want the Packers to win. No chance. And you know what? That was a hell of a game from Dan Gamble, Jared Goff, Jamal Williams. Hell of an interview by him after the game, by the way. Guy's hilarious. DeAndre Swift, everyone. Just to stick it to your division rival. Only the fourth time in the last 30 years the Lions have won at Lambeau Field. And it was a big one. Because that was the the narrative coming into this playoff run. Ugh, you know, if you can get the three seed, it's not the worst thing. Because if you're the two, you're probably going to have to play the Packers. Nope, you're not. And you know what? The Packers didn't deserve it. I don't know why I was so scared of them. Because you know what? When push comes to shove... With Lafleur, with Rodgers, when it's nut busting time, they don't do it. They can't. They get tight. They get tight. And you saw it last night at Lambeau. They got tight multiple times. Going for it on your own thirty early in that game. What were you doing? That's like you're playing. You're scared. It's a low scoring game. It's a cold game. You kick, you punt the ball. Lafleur, I don't. I don't know if he's the long-term option there. Obviously, he's come short multiple times. You just think about the playoffs last year against the Niners, NFC Championship a few years back against the Buccaneers. I don't think he's the guy. Aaron Rodgers, he might be done. You saw him walking off with Randall Cobb. They were heading to the tunnels, arm around each other. He wanted that ball, that game ball that Williams had. 
He's like, I'm going to keep this one. Might be his last game at Lambeau. Who knows? Who knows? But one thing I do know, it's the 49ers. They're moving on to the playoffs. They're going to face the Seattle Seahawks. And 49ers fans, this is what I want to know. At 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile text line, YouTube chat. You can hit me up there. You can hit me up at Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. Have the expectations changed? Have they changed for you from what they were at the start of the season to now? Because at the start of the season, you know, it was Trey Lance. You know, if we make the playoffs, great, but it's all about his development. Well, he goes down week two. You're already 0-1. Here comes Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, we got Jimmy now. Well, maybe we're Super Bowl contenders again because we were in the NFC Championship game with him last year, and he wasn't even that healthy, right? So maybe with Jimmy, are we Super Bowl contenders? And then, yeah. He starts playing. It's like, okay, yeah, we're not looking too good. Oh, but we got Christian McCaffrey. This changes everything. Make the trade for him. Okay, yeah, we got lit up against the Chiefs, but you know what? We're starting to look better. This defense, it's humming. We're humming. And then Jimmy goes down, and it's like, okay, well, Jimmy's out in that Dolphins game. We're done. We're done. We got number third string quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. He's a rookie. Yeah. Let's just get to the season. We'll see what things go. Are we going to bring Jimmy back now? Not so fast. We're just going to keep winning. And that's what they've done with Brock Purdy, who looked great again yesterday. He was efficient, 15-20, a buck 78, three touchdowns. Didn't turn the ball over. He got sacked a couple times. Shout out J.J. Watt, who's retiring. Hell of a way to go out, doing his thing. 50 different quarterbacks sacked during his career for J.J. Watt. That is impressive. So congratulations to him on a wonderful career. He's a Hall of Famer, first ballot, no doubt about it, three-time DPOI. One of the best defensive players, defensive ends in my lifetime, absolutely. I'm 29, so he's one of the best I've seen to do it. So shout-out to him. It was cool to see a standing ovation from the Levi's uh, crowd yesterday. Classy Levi's crowd. Easy to be classy when you're blowing them out of the water, though, and that's what the 49ers did, 38-13. to They just they crushed them. And that's what you needed to do. You need to beat the bad teams as the 49ers go undefeated in the division in the regular season. And they're going to have a chance to go 7-0. and They're going to hope to make it 7-0 and this Saturday in the division for the whole season when they take on the Seattle Seahawks, who they handled twice this year. Obviously, they clinched the division a few weeks back in Seattle. A few weeks. Man, that was a month ago. Time's flying. It really is. It's already January 9th. It's crazy. It's crazy, but let me know at 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile text line, YouTube chat, CT Niner on the chat, Rodgers is gone, he was almost crying in the booth last night, and now the expectations for the 49ers is a sixth Lombardi trophy. A lot of it on text line, Ernie, Ernie Chavez, my guy, love you Ernie. Find a guy like Ernie in your life, that's the ultimate hype man for 95.7 The Game. Interacting with all the hosts, even the lowly surf down here, that is Joe Spadoni. Shout out, Ernie. For, he says Lombardi or bust. And I think that's a lot of what the fan base is thinking. However, I think NFC Championship or bust might be the right mindset, at least for me. Because I can't be mad at Brock Purdy if they come up short. And it's like, who are we going to crush? Shanahan? I mean, he's on his third-string quarterback. But I understand the way he's been playing would, you know, it's kind of skews things. 
It's like, ah, he doesn't look like a rookie. But he is. No rookie's ever won the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's trying to be the first guy ever to do that. There's been times where they've gotten close, gotten to the playoffs. They get Ben Roethlisberger, right? But, again, it's tough to win the whole thing. And I'm having a hard time getting mad at the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan You know, if they get to the NFC Championship, but let's say they lose to the Eagles, right? It's like, oh, okay. Eagles are the best team in the conference all year. Is that a loser mentality? I don't think so. I think it's just realistic. Got to be a realist sometimes. And here on the pregame show, that's what I'm all about. Now, sometimes you can get caught up in Garoppolo mania, shout out Guru. Get caught up in the Purdy pandemonium, if you will. But I think a reasonable expectation right now for this team is to at least get to the NFC Championship. You just look at the path right now. The path is set, by the way, for all of the playoff contenders, not named the Chiefs and Eagles this weekend, because they obviously got the number one seed. So we got the times for you here. All the times as follows. 49ers Seahawks, 130 next Saturday on Fox followed by the Chargers-Jags. They got the night game on Saturday for NBC. And then you got Dolphins-Bills, Giants-Vikings, Ravens-Bengals on Sunday. And then to round it all out, Monday Night Football on ESPN, the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. That'll be a fun one. Tampa Bay might be his last game in Tampa. Who knows? Against Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, who look, just looked terrible yesterday. They played all their starters? Good Lord. A lot of bad performances yesterday. Obviously, the Packers take the cake. The Cowboys were bad. It was embarrassing. Dak throwing pick sixes. Rookie quarterback Sam Howell making his first start in the NFL. 26-6. to Not a fun way to run, uh, head into the playoffs if you're the Cowboys. Yikes. It's going to be a lot of fun, though. An awful lot of fun heading into next week. And we're going to talk about it all here on 95.7 The Game leading up to Saturday. Again, it's going to be the 49ers and Seahawks. Going to be the third time these teams play each other this season. 49ers obviously 2-0. and With two different quarterbacks. Check that. Three different quarterbacks. I mean, if you want to get technical, it was Trey Lance who was the starting quarterback, so he gets the win. But Trey Lance started it. Jimmy Garoppolo ended it in a win. And then Brock Purdy... He also beat the Seahawks in Seattle to clinch the division. That's three different quarterbacks that have already beaten the Seahawks this year. And Pete Carroll. Josh Johnson? Can he come up and mop up duty potentially and have four different quarterbacks beat you? That'd be embarrassing. But again, I'm not going to sleep on the Seahawks because beating a team for the third time, and this is a conversation we were having in the chat before the Lions-Packers game. In the roast chat, Sam Lubman was like, it's interesting. Do you want to have to play Aaron Rodgers, a guy you've owned in the playoffs, right? So are you that concerned about it? However, he is a Hall of Fame quarterback, so I get it. But this is what Sam had to say. He's like, not sure who would be the better opponent would be. Packers are the hot team. Seahawks are struggling. Only reason I would not want to see the Seahawks is because it is very hard to beat an NFL team three times in one year. That's a fact. You saw them, the Niners tried to do it last year in the NFC Championship game against the Rams. Came up short. Injuries played a part in that. But again, everyone's injured at this point in the the season. Everyone's got injuries. No excuses. None. No excuses. You're the better team. 
you're the better coach team, you're the better, I'm going to say it, you have the better quarterback. Brock Purdy is better than Geno Smith right now. He's better. You got the better weapons. You got Christian McCaffrey. You got George Kittle. Debo, Ayuk. That combination with Ayuk and Purdy is something to watch right now, too. Yeah, we have the ones with George Kittle, and he's finding them in the end zone a lot more, and it's a, it's a sight to behold. But that connection with Ayuk, that's special. It's special. And here's that second touchdown catch for Kittle yesterday and how it sounded on Fox with Chris Myers and Robert Smith. Steve Mason gets his chance fake to him. Purdy throws, end zone, catch, she holds on, and that is another George Kittle touchdown. He had five touchdowns against Arizona in the last two games. And a three-touchdown game for Purdy. Game was such a blowout, Chris Myers has fallen asleep on the call. It was just a blowout. After You thought maybe in the first play when they hit A.J. Green... David Blau did. And no. Nah. After that, it was all, all she wrote. You saw the pass rush getting to him. David Blau making David Blau type mistakes. And that's all she wrote. 49ers win 38 to 13 to cap off a 13 and 4 season. And we're discussing it all right here at 957 the game, Joe Spadoni. Once again, we feel free to download that Odyssey app. And don't forget to shop 957thegameshop.com. Go to 957thegameshop.com. Get all that gear before the playoffs. We want to see you, hear you at Levi Stadium. I know Larry Kruger and Lo Neal, they'll be at the Hilton in Santa Clara getting you guys all ready for that game. It's going to be exciting. 49ers-Seahawks this Saturday. Pete Carroll, part three of the season. Geno Smith, you know what? They wrote me, but I didn't write back. What was that? Is that what he said? Well, Geno... You have an opportunity this Saturday to make a lot of cheddar. I'll say that. Because I don't think you're the future in Seattle. I don't see it. Had a nice season. Your best season as a pro. But if you can beat this San Francisco 49ers team, I don't see how the, the Seahawks can't pay you. Right? I don't, I don't see it happening. I think the 49ers win by at least two touchdowns. But... If you beat them, you're Geno Smith, Pete Carroll. You kidding me? It's the win of your career right there. That goes without saying. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's hear from Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, on his excitement heading into the playoffs after a huge win yesterday. Uh, I feel real good. You know, I felt real um, good about our team when we won the division there about a month ago, and I feel better about them now. I think we've gotten better since that point. We'll be ready to go, we'll see if it's Saturday or Sunday, but excited for this week, excited to find out who we're playing, and real excited for the playoffs. Playing the Seahawks, Coach. Playing the Seahawks, and I think he is just fine with that, a team he is very familiar with. Division games, again, always weird. We saw that last night at Lambeau Field. No one gave the Lions a shot after they had nothing to play for. The Seahawks winning in overtime against the Rams ensured that. God, it would have been so great if the Rams had just pulled that one out. They had a chance. Baker Mayfield, God, had Van Jefferson wide open, underthrew him, night-night. Seahawks ended up winning. But, man, if the Lions had won that game, and maybe not. You know, if you're a Niners fan, maybe you're hoping you're glad that you're facing the Seahawks because that Lions team, scary. Scary talent on that Lions team on offense and those defense. Aiden Hutchinson was coming along. He was making plays. 
And a hot team they were. They won eight of their last ten. And shout out Dan Campbell again. Hell of a season for them. Nine and eight, winning record. That's awesome. Just shy of the playoffs and beating your division rival and potentially forcing Aaron Rodgers into retirement. And Dan Campbell being the one? It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Here's more from Shanahan on what he saw to Brock Purdy yesterday. You know, I think he's he's playing consistent and he's making some good decisions with the ball. Has avoided um, some bad turnovers and has done a good job getting some good players the ball who've done a good job making some plays and hung in there on third down, made some key throws. It's nice to get a run game going too. But just overall, I thought um, the guys played real well. Overall, absolutely. Saw a little bit yesterday for some of his rookie, his greenness showing, if you will. You know, extending plays when you don't need to extend them, underestimating the speed of some of the defensive ends in this league. You can't underestimate the speed. Everyone is fast in this game at the NFL level. And Brock found that out yesterday, trying to roll out, trying to extend plays. But maybe, just throw it away next time. But again, third string, he's learning. Less than 10 games even into his career so far. So he doesn't know any better. All he knows is how he's how to win. And the 49ers keep doing that. And here is Kyle Shanahan after the game talking about being better now than when they clinched the division. I think the more we play together, the more our guys stay healthy, the better they get. I think I think our running game's gotten better. Our guys just the way we've been blocking and stuff. I think, you know, having Debo out, having Elijah out, it's it's allowed to put more pressure on other guys, which usually that helps guys. And I think it has. I think Christian's got a lot more used to kind of our style and stuff, and I think he's getting better as it goes. Sometimes it takes time to click and I think we we're getting better with time. Oh, they're absolutely better than when they clinched the division. This offense is humming. CMC. I will say the defense, for only giving up the amount of points they did, 13 yesterday, there were times still where that secondary, and we were talking about it in the morning roast chat, Bonte's like, Ugh, that secondary makes me nervous. Makes me nervous too. And if they play a team like the Vikings potentially, Cowboys, although the Cowboys, ugh, don't even get me started on Dak. He's whack Prescott until further notice. The Buccaneers with Evans, Godwin, who had another 1,000-yard season yesterday, clinching that for the third straight year. Scares me. That scares me. That is a vulnerable spot for the 49ers. But when you got Nick Bosa playing like he's playing, another couple sacks yesterday for him, and the DPOY, Armstead, all those guys, it makes things a little easier. But what we saw against the Raiders two weeks ago, Right, you give that you give a guy like Stidham time or hell, any quarterback of the NFL little that time and you have those weapons, they're gonna pick you apart. They're gonna pick you apart. So just a little concerned about the defense heading into the Seattle Seahawks matchup. But again, they're going against Geno Smith, a guy that lately has liked to turn the ball over. But you can't sleep on those weapons, I will say that. Lockett, he's a stud. Can't sleep on him. So 888-957-9570, Seahawks, concerned. Third time playing a team in the division, concerning. I don't think so. And to Brandon's point on the YouTube, the Seahawks aren't built like the Rams were last year. No close games this year for them. I will agree. They're not the Rams of last year. Obviously, Rams winning the Super Bowl. Excuse that a little bit. But the 49ers, they just had the Rams number always. Shanahan just owns McVay. By the way, Sean McVay, see what they had to say? He, he might be done. He might be retiring. What is he, 36? This is six years in the league? 
in fairness to, to Sean, I'm not mad at him. I know a lot of a lot of Niners fans are, you know, scoffing at that, and th- then things get tough. You know, you win the Super Bowl, have a bad year, a lot of injuries. Now you want to walk away. Eh. Try being 36, multi-millionaire, you know, beautiful wife. You got everything. You got a nice mansion down in L.A. You want to start a family. You already got your Super Bowl, maybe get into the broadcasting game. I'm not mad at that. More people need to live their lives the way they want to live them. I'm not mad at Sean for wanting to do that. Do I think he's scared for fighting through adversity? No. The guy went to a Super Bowl with two different quarterbacks, and Jared Goff and now Matt Stafford, and won one of them. What else is there more to accomplish? If you wanted to play 10 years, be like a John Madden or a Bill Walsh type, maybe he's just not built like that. Maybe he's just not built like that. But we'll see. You know, there was a guy like John Gruden, and now obviously he's now disgraced and whatnot. I'm not comparing Sean McVay to him at all. But for a guy that won a Super Bowl at a young age and went to the broadcasting booth and just ate at him, wanting to come back and come back, the rumors obviously always swirled every year. Oh, is John Gruden going to come back? He's itching. Is he going to come coach this team? All oh, the Raiders. Oh, they finally came back. And then look what happened. His whole reputation's ruined. Now it was, rep- it was ruined because of his own doings and the emails and all that sort of stuff. How those things even come to light if he came back to coaching, I'm not sure. But leaving and then coming back is not always the wisest thing. So for Sean McVay, he's got an interesting offseason. Just want to touch on that a little bit as... NFC West is looking like it's going to be the 49ers to dominate for the next, I don't know, five years? Four years? Three years at the minimum? Like, just look at the team you beat yesterday, the Arizona Cardinals. They are in shambles. They are in Bryson DeShambles. Kyler Murray, he's out. He's never going to be the same quarterback again. I'm putting it right now. Lock that in. A guy that's that size... Who is his game is predicated on speed and being able to extend plays with his legs, tearing your ACL and meniscus? Yeah, you're never going to be the same again. I want to think about going up to the Bay and playing with the A's. The Seahawks are an interesting. They're a wild card team. They have a top five pick, right? And what is it? The number three? You need to look at the draft order. But if they have the number three pick, NFL draft. Let's look at the order right now. The first 18 picks are in. And let's see here. Number five. So, yeah. That's the number five pick. Are they going to be looking for a quarterback? C.J. Stroud? Maybe? Are they going to trade that? We'll see. Seahawks are a wild card. Pete Carroll, he's doing a hell of a job. He's still a hell of a coach. And as uh, once again, they are playing the 49ers this Saturday at Levi Stadium. They are the early game. And then just to look at... The team we were just mentioning, the Rams. Matt Stafford, hurt, getting older. Ramsey? Eh, he's okay. He was making some plays yesterday against the uh, the Seahawks. Aaron Donald, getting older. He might be ready to hang him up. Bobby Wagner, old. Cooper Cup, still young. But there's a lot of problems with the team. Draft capital being one of them. They do not have a lot of it. Lions got their pick this year. Lions are looking like the team above. And do you think the Rams are going to trade that Super Bowl trophy? No, of course not. They got the Super Bowl. McVay was able to beat Shanahan in the biggest game between them and their careers. And it's he's fine with that. He's at peace. But if you're the 49ers fans, and you're looking at this division, it's time to get fat and happy. It's definitely time to get fat and happy. Fat and happy. Say happy. 
Man, Rodgers to the Niners from the YouTube chat? CT Niner? No chance. No chance. Why would you want Rodgers? By the way, if we're just going to go down this rabbit hole for a second, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile Text Line. Again, please be safe out there, folks. Driving in, if you're on the Odyssey app, what have you, please be safe. Drive defensively. Just don't drive stupid. Don't be aggressive. Don't be trying to cut off anyone. You can wait. You can always wait. Don't pull out that phone. Put the phone down in the car. It's windy. It's wet. Hydroplaning everywhere. Be safe. Be safe. But back to Aaron Rodgers and from CT Niner on the YouTube chat. We are live on YouTube. Hello. Why would Aaron Rodgers... Why would the 49ers entertain that? You have Brock Purdy. You have Trey Lance. You don't need Aaron Rodgers. You don't. You're doing just fine with a young quarterback. It's the same thing with Tom Brady. I don't think you need those guys. You're looking now for the quarterback that's going to dominate this division for the next five to ten years. And you may have it in Brock Purdy. You may have it in Trey Lance. But I know you don't need a guy for one or two years that might win it for you. And a guy that's, quite honestly, kind of a choker. I know he won the Super Bowl, but the same way Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls and one of them was against Rex Grossman and in the rain against the Bears, not known for their offense, by the way. Like Peyton Manning was always labeled as a playoff choker. And I think deservedly so. He was a hell of a quarterback. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You can be one of those and still be called a choker in the playoffs. And quite honestly, Aaron Rodgers is that. I don't want him. I don't want him. We're going to take a quick break here. Coming back, we're going to hear from Brock Purdy, the man of the year so far. It might be the offensive rookie of the year. We'll have to look at that. We're going to hear from what he had to say after the game. As the 49ers, they take out the Arizona Cardinals 38-13. to They improved to 13-4 and on the season. They're going to be taking on the Seattle Seahawks this Saturday at Levi Stadium. We'll have all that coverage for you here, right here on 95.7 The Game, leading up to the game. Larry Kruger and Lo Neal, they'll be live from Santa Clara, I'm sure, for that one. Can't wait. Hopefully the rain subsides. Be safe out there. It is wet, ladies and gentlemen. If you would like to get involved at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile text line. Also, YouTube is up. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show with Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. 49ers, 38. Cardinals, 13. 49ers approved to 13-4. And, and will be taking on the Seattle Seahawks next Saturday at Levi Stadium for a wild card matchup. It's exciting. It's exciting. Be excited, 49ers fans. I don't think you could... I think you're playing with house money. I really do. Brock Purdy's looking like the quarterback of the future. And wasn't that the goal this season with Trey Lance anyways? Right? Hey, we got Trey Lance. If we can just make the playoffs, and he's looking like a good quarterback and the quarterback of the future. That's good enough for me. Well, Brock Purdy. He's looking like the quarterback of the future. Now, will he flame out in the playoffs? That remains to be seen, but nothing's, he hasn't shown me anything that he would up to this point. Right? If the goal this season was to get to the playoffs and to improve at the quarterback position, a position that you would like to have sustained for at least the next 10 to 15 years, 
You might already have it with Brock Purdy. Speaking of the quarterback, here he is talking, and he's a third string, right? It's hard for a guy like Brock Purdy to have a voice in the locker room coming in when he got already had Jimmy Garoppolo, who had been established voice there for a long time, Trey Lance. He was starting to be that new voice, and it's like, hey, hi, I'm Brock. What's up, guys? Here's him talking about finding his voice in the locker room. Yeah, I mean, I, I do my part with, you know, talking to Greasy and, and when's it, when the right time is to, you know, talk to guys, not try to just be a rah-rah guy, but at the right moments in the game. But, yeah, I think it started – I'm hard on myself, so I, it starts with myself. You know, I feel like I had to do my part and be better early on um, before I could, you know, say something to anyone else, you know. So that's just really how today went. Absolutely. Absolutely. The best quarterbacks are always – the best people anyways in any field or walk of life, they're always hardest on themselves because they demand perfection. And if you demand perfection from yourself and you don't settle for mediocrity for anything but perfection, good things are going to happen. And Brock Purdy, his work ethic. And one thing I will say for this 49ers team, they're hard workers, man. You just see them putting in the effort every single game. Whether it's on defense, they play for their coaches on offense, both sides of the ball. Their motors are high. And I think that's one of the biggest compliments you can give a team is just effort. And you can see when teams aren't doing it. I watched a team, my favorite team all season. Effort was gone in the third third and fourth quarters. You know the team I'm talking about. I want to bring them up. Bring negativity to the show today. Thanks for showing up on Saturday, by the way. God. Embarrassing. Anyways. Hard work. Dedication. That's what the 49ers do. They put in the work, and good things happen. And Brock Purdy... He knows what the goal is. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously the main goal. It's been the goal really since these guys played last year um, before all the rookies and everyone got here. That's that's the main focus and goal. Obviously, throughout the year, you want to focus week to week, gain momentum and things like that. But obviously, we're at the point in the season where it's, man, uh, the regular season's over and now the tournament starts. And this is, you know, the real ball that really matters. Every single day is going to be vital in terms of getting better and, you know, being able to understand what, what our opponent's going to be doing. Like, it matters. So, Coach definitely stressed that to us after the game today. And, you know, we're already getting ready for what's to come. Goals win the Super Bowl. Could have done a better job throwing to that, but that was what the question was. Is the goal still to win a Super Bowl? And that's absolutely what the goal still is. From the 415 Xfinity Mobile and Text Line, you can get involved at 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Spaboni. Oh, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> Purdy might be able to get to the dance with the poor NFC. How will the Niners fare against KC? The goal is to win it all, not be close. No, disagree. I am not going to come on these airwaves and be so mad because Brock Purdy lost to Patrick Mahomes, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, it would be nice to beat him. Yes, but if that's the matchup in the Super Bowl, all the pressure is going to be on KC. Brock Purdy is going to be playing with house money, and I am not going to crush them for losing to a generational talent and one of the greatest skilled quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life in Patrick Mahomes. I don't think that's fair. That's why I said, anything after the NFC Championship is gravy. You get to it, that's fine for me. And I know expectations have changed for a lot of fans because of Purdy's play, and I get that. And that's fair. That's why I said NFC Championship at the very least. Anything short of that feels like a disappointment. What say you at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. 
707 Xfinity Mobile text line. Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. He is still Mr. Irrelevant. Purdy is making timely throws, smart runs, and securing the ball. It is Purdy's job to lose from this point forward. I agree. It's a conversation for another day. But again, if the goal of this season was for Trey Lance to at least get to a playoff game and for the 49ers to find their quarterback of the future, they might have already done that with Brock Purdy. So that's why I'm saying, like, the season's already a success. It's already a success. Xfinity Mobile text line. <laughs> 415. Will it be a storybook ending with Arizona hometown Brock going home to win the Super Bowl? Doesn't get any more Disney Channel than that, right? She got Disney Channel original movies. Big Johnny Tsunami guy. Right? What's your favorite Disney Channel original movie at 888 Don't sleep on Luck of the Irish either. It's a solid one. 707, it is pretty wild that Brock Purdy is living Trey Lance's timeline. Switch the names and everyone would be casting him as the next Montana. Yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. And listen, Trey Lance, I'm not ready to throw dirt on him yet. I'm not ready to call his career over with the 49ers. For all we know, again, Trey Lance, uh, Brock Purdy is so young, so this could, that's why this is still hypothetical. For all we know, Brock Purdy could go in against Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll has a whole new game plan for him this Saturday at Levi's, and they make him flustered. He throws a pick six. Oh, my goodness. He's not ready for this stage. Let's have a quarterback competition again next year. That could absolutely happen. I'm not banking on it, but that could absolutely happen. So I'm not here to throw uh, shade or dirt on Trey Lance's tenure as a 49er in his career yet. I think he still has an awful lot to play for, and his time is not up here. And we will see what happens going forward through this playoffs. Purdy wins the whole thing. Eh, Maybe look for another team, potentially, because I don't see how he can come back. But we'll get there when we get there, as is the case. We're live on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, how you doing? And also, be sure to shop 957thegameshop.com. Go to 957thegameshop.com. Get all that Niners gear. Get all your morning roast gear. Wheeler Dib, Steiny Goo, Damon Rattle. Get all that gear before this playoff run. You're going to be wanting to rock it. People are going to be like, man, that's a cool shirt. Where'd you get it? Well, let me tell you. I heard Joe Spadoni on the pregame show mention 957thegameshop.com, and I just had to buy myself something. Look at that relevant shirt. Am I right? Don't worry, folks. I know you guys keep texting in the YouTube chat's on fire wanting me to get my own merch. Don't worry. If you guys keep talking about it, we will get some. (laughs) 925 Xfinity Mobile text line. Shan's offense is quarterback friendly. Shan's, oh, he must be tight with Shanahan if he's calling him Shan's. Shout out Sham Sharania. Shan's offense is quarterback friendly. Short routes and run game. Brock Purdy is the perfect system quarterback. Yes. It's absolutely perfect. He's been thriving in this system. And don't say it's that it's that easy, though, because it's not. Because I'm seeing throws and a guy extending plays like I never saw Jimmy Garoppolo, save for maybe his first six games of the team. And maybe Jimmy would have been that same quarterback had he not torn his ACL. He was infinitely less athletic post that. Couldn't scramble for his life. It was just hold your breath every time he would try to run 
past the line of scrimmage, but with Purdy, and you saw him get a little arrogant with his legs yesterday and it burned him a couple times. But he's got that little he's got a very quick twitch, if you will. He's twitchy. Is that what the shot NFL draft season, which is going to be taking place for the next couple months? He's twitchy. Deceptive speed, if you will. But he's hey, system quarterback, system I don't care. Whatever you want to label him, he's a hell of a quarterback. Game manager. I know what he's doing. He's throwing fifteen to twenty for a buck seventy eight and three touchdowns and no picks, no turnovers. I'm cool with that. As my quarterback, are you? 888-957-9570. We got one more segment here before tossing over to Morning Roast. Ponte Hill, Joe Shasky, they're fired up as the 49ers improved to 13-4. and They will be taking on the Seattle Seahawks this Saturday at Levi Stadium. We'll have all that coverage leading up to the game right here on 95.7 The Game. So we got one more segment coming up. 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile Text Line, 888-957-9570, YouTube, fire up that YouTube, we are live there. Come on back, Joe Spadoni, pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Show. 95.7 The Game with Joe Spadoni. Got one more segment here for you before tossing it over to the morning roast. Can't wait for that. They're fired up. 49ers, 38. Cardinals, 13, as they improved to 13-4 and and clinch the number two seed in the NFC. They'll be taking on the number seven seed Seattle Seahawks this Saturday at Levi Stadium, they get to kick off the action. They get to kick off the playoff action. Now, what does that tell me? That tells me, you're trying to read through the weeds, does uh, Fox or the powers that be in the NFL think that it's going to be a blowout? You put a major brand in a rivalry that early? Like, we couldn't have had that be the Sunday night or the Saturday night football game, but except the Jags and the Chargers? If you want to go by quarterback matchup, Jags Chargers a lot sexier. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, two young quarterbacks. Maybe they start a rivalry that they play for the next decade. Or do you want Brock Purdy v. Geno Smith? And maybe I need to stop throwing shade on Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. He's been awesome. Put some respect on his name. Don't laugh when you talk about Brock Purdy. It's just the whole, you just gotta laugh at the entire just notion what's going on this year. It means a third-string quarterback came in for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo, who came in for an injured Trey Lance. Like, this season has gone so many different twists and turns, and then the Niners, they just keep winning. They just keep winning. Got blown out against the Chiefs, and you know what? That was it. That was it. So 888-957-9570. It's 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile Text Line, if you'd like to get involved, 95.7 The Game app, go ahead and download that, favorite 95.7. We want to hear from you. YouTube is up. Please get involved. I'm already seeing some of you throw out your favorite Disney Channel original movies. What's this one going to be called with Brock Purdy when he leaves the 49ers to the Super Bowl? Let me know that at 888-957-9570. Brink. Oh, classic. Soul Skaters, bro? Soul Skaters? That's a classic one. That's a very niche topic, too, if you watch Disney Channel original movies, because I'm 29, and that was like from a 98 
to like 2006. Yeah, Shasky's looking at me like, what the hell am I talking about? Brock Purdy, Shasky, he's going to have his own Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. Once the story comes out after he leaves the Niners to a Super Bowl. Yeah. So we're just discussing our favorite shows. Joe Shasky, by the way, Morning Roast. Good How morning. you doing, buddy? Decked out all Niners gear. It's one of those days. Dude, it's one of those days. What a win. I know. It was, it was Actually, it was a ridiculous game, if you're the Arizona Cardinals. And just Chris Myers is one of the all-time frauds. asleep, by the way. Frauds. That, dude. <laughs> one of the all-time frauds. Like, this guy's been stealing money as a sideline reporter for years. And I don't know why they throw him in the booth. He's terrible. We can't, I'm honest to God. I'm asking you the honest to God seriousness. We can't do better in 2023 than Chris Myers. Steve Mason gets his chance baked to him. Purdy throws, end zone, catch, she holds on, and that is another. Oh, wow, you woke up there finally, Chris. Thanks. Uh, America loses their mind. America loses their mind unfairly on teachers for tenure. Like You hear this a lot from like the anti-teacher crowd. Oh, tenure! What about sideline reporter tenure where they give this guy play-by-play duties when there are eight gajillion youngsters who deserve opportunities? Yeah, that's one of those things, though, right? Like, it's hard to just force those guys out that have been there for 20-plus years. A- am I tripping, or is he horrible? No, he's not the best. Like, but that's why they gave him that matchup, because they was like, this game doesn't really matter. But, but, like, the, but develop some young people. Yeah. Like, you got Al, who's 100,000 years old, and then you got Chris Myers, who, like, even, even on his best day... He's a mediocre sideline reporter. Well, no, it's good. And I have, what is it, CBS? They have uh, Noah Eagle, Ian Eagle's uh-huh. son. He's, he's good. Yeah. Sounds just like his dad, though. Yeah, which is like he's, yeah, he's <laughs> fine. Like, we acknowledge <laughs> but it. That, like, but that's real. the thing. And then you have also, what, Collinsworth's son, who does like the broadcasting yeah. for like NBC and stuff like that. So you have like, some young guys like there. But to your point, no, it's true. Get the, get the young guys a chance. Brock Purdy, he's a young guy. Shasky, you like that segue? He's the like young that. guy that got a chance. Not McSwirly. Not Chris McSwirly. Not David Blau. How about, by the way, first play, it's like, oh bro. my God, is this going to be one of those days? Oh my God. <laughs> well, if, if you're looking for 50 one- million year old AJ Green high pointing the ball. I'm going to go with Lenore. Well, uh, yeah, look, we'll get, we'll get to into that, that later. But. That's why I don't want to face Green Bay. Because the reason why, it's not that I... I think the personnel for the wide receiver position for Seattle is better. I actually think they're a, a very underrated pass um, team. Because Geno just broke the Seattle pass record, which is crazy. I didn't have that on my flow chart. But... I look at like what Aaron Rodgers can do in an individual game, and I worry because I go back to, I think it was the second week last year when they played him, and he did the yeah. quick one-step drop, and he was just bombing, and it turned into either uh, defensive pass interference happiness, where the, the flags yeah. were just all over the place, or it was Devontae high-pointing balls over guys. And so yeah. I worry about facing one of those kinds of quarterbacks who can go in the shotgun and take one step and just kind of pick on somebody. And so of all, like I, I know there's a divisional opponent, here it's Pete. Like there's a lot going on. The Niners really lucked out in terms of you don't have to face Brady yet, you don't have to face Philly yet, and you get to see what happens with the Giants and the Minnesota uh, Vikings. Now I fear Minnesota's passing game, but in terms of how the bracket's shaken down, I feel like they caught a break. Absolutely, no, absolutely. And, you know, I was at that same mindset we were talking about yesterday, and Sam was like, "Oh, he's like, ah, oh, would you rather face a team three times?" Or and I was like. It's not that hard. You don't want to face the Hall of Fame quarterback. Exactly. But as that game kept unfolding last night, I was like, there's just something with Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur when it comes to playoff time. They get tight, dude. LaFleur specifically going for it. What is it? The second or first quarter on your own 30 or 35, whatever. I was like, what are you doing on fourth down? Easily get snuffed out. They only get a field goal out of it. But I was like, 
you know what? Going up against a team with nothing to lose, and it showed last night, you get trickeration from I the know. Lions. They didn't care. And shout out Dan Campbell. Even America being like, yeah, oh, dude. Oh. So America. So, so America. Dan Campbell being in the during game. We don't want them to win. Like, I don't care. Like, I, I'm love not, Dan I don't want Aaron Rodgers and free. We only won three times the last 30 years of Lambo. Crazy. Fourth time last night. And Crazy. shout out Jared Goff, dude. Hell of a game from him. Jamal Williams, guy's a badass. His post, one of the funniest post game interviews I've ever seen. Just, guy's hilarious. No, too. he's absolutely <laughs> classic. He gave yeah. an anime drop at the yes. beginning of oh, the. Oh, shout out uh, I was like, what did he just say? I'm not, I'm not versed in that anime. No, no, yeah. But you know me. I, me and Anthony Lamb, we are. So. Yeah, I like going <laughs> off script. So I, I, I Googled what it was and I was like, oh my God, this guy is, he's on a whole nother level. Like, I love this dude. Here's the other thing. I'm watching that Green Bay game and like the week that we had, okay, just the week that we've had the last three years that we've had for you to push a trainer oh to push God. a doctor to push someone like like quite walker yeah like and then look I, I don't know maybe maybe it was instincts he thought it was a player i'm not i'm not sure like i don't want to make excuses for him but if he knew that was a trainer what are you doing well yeah he was hovering what like, it looked what like doing? yeah quite walker the the defensive player for the packers he was standing around if you didn't know, it was who was it? Swift or Williams got a it was Swift. He got a yeah. forearm to the head. Yeah, should have been a. It was a nasty, a nasty hit. hit. Easily should have been a penalty. Yeah. They didn't call it. And then they were they're all hovering around Swift, and the trainer's like, "Hey, just like try to shove him out." He's like, "Listen, I need to get to my player." Yeah. So the trainer like just gent- not gently, but a little just nudge, and then Quay Walker's like just turns and then looks at him first, then pushes I, him like you can't do that, dude. I was like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? It's so stupid." And then yeah, less than a week after Hamlin. Denny, uh, Denny Kellington, want to get the Bills athletic trainer's name right. He was the guy that delivered CPR I mean, just on the field that saved his life. A hero. Saved his life, saved his brain, his intent, neurologically, and all that stuff. And for you, less than a week after that, to shove a trainer, just a bad look. I told you. a bad look. Uh, and one thing, as you bring up the Bills thing, I, I know a lot of people aren't religious. And, and, and look, to each their own, right? That's fine. You know, you, you're entitled to believe whatever you want. That's the beauty of America. And, and I appreciate the diversity of thought. I believe in a higher power, right? I, I, that's me, okay? You, I mean, if you believe in a higher power like I do, it felt like divine intervention in the Buffalo game. Are you kidding me? Now, you can say, Joe, that's just sports. I'll listen to that. You can say that was a higher power. I'll listen to that. That was amazing. It reminded me of Gleason. Yes. And, and you know, after Hurricane Katrina, the blocked uh, punt, all that touchdown, like it was just special and it was really cool to see. And the Bills, man, they're rolling. That was a division game. That was a big win for them against the Patriots. Now, that could be, that's, if they meet in the playoffs against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, it's going to be a neutral site. Vegas? I mean, well, you know, Jerry Jones is going to try to get that right. Oh, of course. I mean, is. come on. You know, because well, like, you know the Cowboys aren't going to be, uh, they're not going to be using it. Right? We will and gift it. And then here's my thing this is what I will say <laughs> we will gift it to Jerry Jones. It has to be in an outdoor stadium. That's I, what I, I don't think. think they're going to do that, though. No, I know they're not. But, but I it should th- be because both of those teams play outdoors. Absolutely. Yes. That's my, if, if I was running the league, I would be like, look, guys, I know Jerry's going to want his hands on it. Vegas is going to want their hands on yeah. it. What I would say is Pittsburgh or the New York Giants Stadium, it's got to be, I mean, uh, to me, it's got to be some, and maybe that's giving an advantage to Buffalo in terms of proximity. It's got to be outdoors, somewhere where there's some weather involved here. Yeah, they're going to probably do it in Indianapolis. That's just the perfect venue for that. They're obviously out of the playoffs. Indy. They do, what is it, the NCAA tournament every year there, mm-hmm. whatever. So that place is perfect already. So, 49ers, Seahawks. I love it. 
Pete Carroll is he a juicy fruit guy? Shasky, what do you think? He's a big juice. He's a big juicy fruit guy. I was guy, listening I to you say this. Did you know uh, that you know Big League Chew, the shredded chew? Yeah. I watched this documentary um, about a baseball team that Kurt Russell's dad owned. Yes, up in Portland. you keep telling me about this. I have to see it. it must some be guy, amazing. Some guy on that team developed the, the Big League Chew and made millions, millions and millions yeah. of dollars off of it. So I was I was thinking to myself the amount of gum he chews. It's one of two questions. Either it is. How he doesn't have a, a sponsorship is beyond me, number yeah. one. Number two, do you know how much chewing that jaw must do? You must lose the sugar and flavor out of that gum immediately. So it's got to be something that's long-lasting, right? Yeah, that, that's Juicy Fruit, right? Do you what, think what Juicy you... Fruit's number one? <sighs> I'm trying to think of long-lasting gum that doesn't stink. like Because like, Trident's pretty good for me, but that's too small. He'd, have to, he'd have to toss in a couple of those things. I'm but not it, a big gum chewer. No, I used to be in high school and stuff like that. Uh, shout out for other reasons, yeah. but we won't get into that. But, oh. you know, I'm just masking up some sense and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm just... We'll leave that there, Shasky. Look, it's legal, oh, by dog. the way, from the uh, YouTube chat, Oakland Coliseum. How about play there? Oh, that would be <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would also be bracing the, the elements of sanitation. Chiefs winning in that place too, just another dagger okay. in Raider fans' hearts. By we're, the way, we're here. Ring around the rosy. <laughs> Offended? Hilarious? Well, the play didn't work. It was a penalty, so it's just what it was just. Can I be honest? Why don't teams do that more often in terms of like breaking from the huddle and then and then lining up and going quickly? Like, I'm say, asking schematically. I'll say this. Andy Reid's ability in the red zone to just—he doesn't even—he throws out everything. He yes. just tosses the kitchen sink. I need to score here. Remember when they? I did need that- to see more of that from Shanahan. No, sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah. Like when it when it gets to the playoffs. And listen, I'm crushing a team that scored 38 yesterday. But Shanahan, <laughs> I feel like, right? Like I'm crushing like just. But in the red zone, like I would like to see some of that more trickeration. I feel like I don't see it as much with Shanahan, but yeah. I see it with Reid a lot. And to your point, yeah, why don't teams do that more? Just misdirection. I, it- just running it quickly yeah. up there and, and then and trying to catch someone off guard. Uh, last thought before we, we close it up here. It's going to be me and the callers today. Bonte's a little a little sick right now. Oh, so no. 888-957-9570. Line them up. Me and the callers. I'm so fired up. we got Seattle. One last thing. J.J. Watt. I don't know where he ranks. I don't know if he's better than Lawrence Taylor. I don't think he's better than Reggie White. One like, of the best of my lifetime. No, like defensive players. He's absolutely. a top 10 yeah. in yeah. my life all-time player. Now, yeah. I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to go Aaron Donald, him, Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White. I got to give room for, you know, like Ed Reed or, or Ronnie Lott. Like yeah. there are other, Rod Woodson. Like yeah. there are other positions. Charles Woodson. Like, it, God, there's so many great players. I also, I think. I know he doesn't have the longevity, like a Patrick Willis. Like yeah. there are guys in my life that I hold in such high regard. I don't know where he ranks, but I'll tell you this: Eddie D would have called that man this offseason and say, "Are you sure? Are you sure you yeah. don't want to be a situational player for the Niners and win that ring?" Eddie D, Al Davis, those guys. He can't are you have too sure? Many, right? Can't have too much of them. That's Joe Shasky. He's coming up next in the morning. Oh, real quick, Shasky, TCU Georgia. Who you got tonight? Oh. I'm rooting for TC, TCU. I'm going I can't TC- watch Sterling Bennett. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. Who's he going to play for? Sterling Bennett is going to play for a team next year, and it's going to be like the Colts or something. No, it's going to be it's going to be uh, Belichick. Oh, you can draft him in the sixth that round. That is a great call. Come That's on. a great way to end this. Stetson Bennett is going to be a future New England Patriot. That game's tonight. Can't wait for that. Joe Shasky next. Morning Roast, 95.7 The Game.